Hello, I'm Eric Chabro with the Information Security Media Group. I'm speaking with Ari Schwartz, Vice President and Chief Operating Officer of the Public Interest Group, the Center for Democracy and Technology. Our topic today, efforts to update the 35-year-old Federal Privacy Act. Welcome, Ari. I'm pleased you can join us. Hi, Eric. Thank you for having me. The Privacy Act is 35 years old and has not kept up with changes in information technologies. Please cite an example or two how the government or its citizens are hampered by such an antiquated law. There are several areas that are very clear. I think the one that has come up quite a bit in GAO reports and other reporting is the coverage of something like data mining, where the government is collecting a lot of data about individuals, uh, storing it in a single place uh, for, for certain types of patterns that individuals do, rather than calling up individual records. And that's the type of database that Congress certainly intended to be covered by the Privacy Act, and where citizens who may be adversely affected in a search may feel that they deserve privacy rights, but the way that the Privacy Act is written right now, uh, they may not have those privacy rights in law. Another area that was in the Privacy Act was to make sure that if information is collected for one purpose and it's used for another purpose, that second use is being shared with the public. You can think of an example where an agency is collecting information for tax purposes and then that's used to go and find people that are committing fraud somewhere else, something that may be legal under the law and, and that was supposed to be made clear to, to people when they first shared their information so that they had some expectations before sharing the information even though they had to under the law. The problem is that the way that the law has been interpreted right now, sharing internally within agencies is not necessarily disclosed to individuals. So if they collect it for one purpose and they use it for another purpose with another agency, that is disclosed. If it's used within the same agency for a completely different purpose, that may not be disclosed. And that was as well one of the things that Congress was intending to cover with the, with the law, but the way that it's being interpreted right now, it's not covered. If there's some other use of the information that it can't be used, or does it mean that there has to be a good faith effort to contact the individual that the information may be used in a different way and they must approve that or not? That means it has to be disclosed in advance so that an agency can't simply take information and then just start using it for another purpose without letting people know that it is being used for that other purpose. And it's making sure that people know where their information is going because you have rights over that information. You can request a Freedom of Information Act or a Privacy Act to get that information. It can be used by different agencies. And if you don't know where it is, it could be wrong in one place. You could correct it somewhere. And then it could be wrong in this other place as well. You wouldn't need to know where it was to get it from that place. Could there be some kind of provision that says, yes, we're going to use your information with the IRS for tax purposes and processing your tax returns. However, we may use this information other places in government. I assume that would not be an adequate explanation. No, it has to be something more specific. What the original guide was that it had to be something that was an authorized purpose, so they had to explain what it was used for. Now, that, that has changed over time where agencies now have these kind of broad boilerplate exceptions where they say, for example, well, we're sharing it for, for anti-fraud purposes. They'll explain what they're using it for, but they won't necessarily say who they share it with and exactly what law it's being shared under. Another provision being proposed is to have a federal chief privacy officer and chief privacy officers within all major agencies. Why is that needed? It's extremely important to try and have some kind of leadership from the, the government in the area of privacy. And we've seen that over the past several years where we have had a lack of leadership and there have been a lot of changes in how technology is being used. And it's not as much that the, the agencies did not want to be privacy. It's, there was a means for agencies to discuss what other agencies were doing to protect information. So now we have all, a whole range of different kinds of practices across agencies, some of which are very good, some of which are not very good. And see that in the GAO reporting on this and, and in the 
Information Security Privacy Advisory Board report on this topic where, where we have different agencies at different levels. And a lot of that comes from a lack of leadership, a lack of guidance. The, the goal was really to standardize um, so that we could make sure that some better guidance and some better information sharing on the issue of privacy. You've posted on your website a wiki in which those interested in privacy can help draft the new Privacy Act. It's been up for several weeks. How's the drafting the legislation shaping up? It's really interesting. I mean, this is the first time that we know of where a group has taken some of the reports that have been written on these topics and tried to uh, draft a bill and then put that bill directly online rather than simply handing it over to Congress. We've had some great comments. I mean, some, you know, Ken Mortensen, who was the former uh, chief privacy officer for the Department of Justice, went through it and made some mention, put his name on them. We've had some that clearly are coming from people inside the government um, anonymously, which is fine as well. We certainly support that. We've had some come from people that we know in the in the business community as well, some comments, uh, and some from public interest groups, and some from just regular individuals who have suggestions. And I think we're having a good debate, especially on the issue of leadership. There's a There seems to be a good debate as to exactly where chief privacy officers should be housed in OMB and who should be involved in the chief privacy officer council. That seems to be the debate right now. But we've had a lot of discussion about the privacy Privacy Act changes as well. How long do you plan to have this up? We're hoping to have it up for a month. Senator Akaka um, expressed interest in getting the results from this wiki, and we're trying to get it to him before the July 4th recess, so probably um, the, the beginning of that week, so that if there's something that he can introduce of it before the July 4th recess, which would allow him to get something moving this year. If, if people want to comment, I'd, I'd really recommend commenting before June 25th or so. How is it managed, the wiki? Do you have someone on your staff who's in charge of it, who vets the comments, or is everything freewheeling? It's pretty freewheeling. We do have someone that's going in regularly and that's getting alerts when there when there are changes so that we see when things go up. We've had a few people go in and, I don't know if on purpose or mistake, and erase a lot, erase uh, chunks without putting up pieces for discussion, and we've reverted back from those. So we haven't had sort of a war yet where someone changes something and someone changes it exactly back to what it was before. So we've been able to do it simply with one person kind of doing immediate monitoring and then the policy team looking at what people have written and trying to have some discussion on the discussion page. And then we're hoping at the beginning of next week to go through with a kind of a new series of changes from our point of view is not what we had before, but addresses some of the issues that have been raised and based on some of the things that we've discussed with other experts in the field. And the website for the wiki? Is eprivacyact.org. Do you have any sense when a bill might be introduced and if it's going to be any attempt to try to pass it this year? We're hoping the senators are introducing something as early as before the 4th of July. That may not be realistic, but that's what we're hoping for because that gives a much better chance of something passing this year. If it's after the 4th of July recess, as those that follow Congress know, um, it becomes harder to schedule a hearing because the hearing schedules get tight. And then and because it gets harder to schedule a hearing, then it gets harder to mark up a bill. It ends up getting pushed to the next year. We've been discussing the Federal Privacy Act with Ari Schwartz with the Public Interest Group, the Center for Democracy and Technology. Thanks, Ari. Thanks, Eric. I'm Eric Chabro with the Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.